1: This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second chorus of The Food Show. It's our program about food, wine, red, uh, uh, delicious things, sometimes not so delicious things. I mean, we find them now, now and then. Uh, we're de- talking today uh, to a great extent about champagne. And uh, it's uh, Adam from uh, the uh, aquistapace Grocery uh, in Covington. And uh, here we are. And we—you uh, miss come the ba- excitement
0: if you're just tuning in. I almost killed Adam a little earlier when I opened oh? a champagne bottle.
3: What my, was it champagne? my, it was my sparkling
0: wine—that's—that's that's terrible. If I had killed you, it would have been much better champagne. It was
3: actually—you you <laughs> did open champagne. Oh,
0: was champagne? That's right. Okay, let's talk about that one. What is that?
3: Yeah, sure. So, so this—so um, out of out of the three that I brought, so this is actually the the uh, the only champagne, and I brought this one for a few reasons. One, it's kind of it's. Exciting, it, yeah, it's exciting. So it's it's like the almost It's, a complete, it's almost a complete p- complete opposite of the previous wine. Uh, not only is it, is it from Champagne, France, uh, but this wine is m- m- predominantly Pinot Noir.
0: Well, I like Pinot. Pinot yeah. Gris is like my favorite white. Okay, as a matter of fact, I'm going to have another hit of
3: that. Yeah, yeah. sure, you go ahead.
1: Pinot it. just um, means berry. Yeah.
0: Oh wait, Pinot just means berry.
1: It's the berry. You know that's that's where the word comes from. Hello. Everyone seems to be Sheep. flabbergasted like, by that.
3: Like like grape, like grape or berry. Grapes. Yeah. Gra- yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, Chef Andrea is here. so Let's yeah. talk to Chef Andrea.
1: All right. It's da-na-na. It's time now for a visit with Chef Andrea. Yeah. And. Buonasera. Uh, Buonasera. And you? Uh, you know, I was. Buon Natale. Buon Natale. Uh, oh yeah, Buon
0: Natale. Natale yeah.
1: <laughs> I was. Um, I was uh talking about you yesterday or the day before and I said I was going to call you to get the information about this. Uh there is a a, a, a little uh kind of a treat or a, a that anyway a lot of people uh get from Italy and oh, dog on it the Panettone? Panettone. Yeah. Si. Yeah. What si. is that?
0: About a little baby one at Equista Pace. <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: Panettone is a, a traditional classical um a bread um it's like a soft moist uh made with um all purpose flour you know um we, we normally use the uh baking flour and eggs and yeast and uh a little touch of cornstarch a little touch of the uh, baking soda uh raisins in there and uh a little touch of the moist of marsala uh wine imported from italy and uh, what we do is uh we mix everything together Whip them up, and then we put them in a very special uh, form. It's like Il Duomo in Milano. That's where the, the panettone come from, Il Duomo in Milano. Motta is uh, M O. Wait, wait, wait. Let, let, me,
1: let me get this straight. Um, yeah. um, panettone.
0: Panettone.
1: Panettone.
4: Panettone. Yeah.
1: Okay. And uh, how do you spell it?
4: P-A-N-E-T-T-O-N-E. Pane. Okay. Pane is like Are a bread. Are you making your own,
0: Andrea? You're making your yeah. own
4: panettone? Uh, yeah, we make our own uh, panettone. Okay. Yeah. So, and uh, panettone comes from pane. You know, pane is P-A-N-E. That's bread. We make our own bread here, as you know, uh-huh. for many, many years. But also panettone comes from the uh, bread, the, the ration of the words. But was created in Milano uh, many, many years ago, but over 100 years ago. And uh, the most uh, known... In the Europe, in the, in, the, in the world right now, is panettone Motta M O T T A or Alemania? Alemania, like uh, Germany, we, in Italy we say Alemania. Alemania is a word for panettone. That was a German uh, chef was in Italy, and uh, also the company uh, became very famous, and they call panettone Alemania. Alemania okay, well. is one of the best panettone in the world. Very rare, you see. Maybe New York, Chicago, San Francisco. Yeah, we,
1: we, we were wondering, and uh, that's yeah. what I was it about to up. say.
0: I hope you finish this before I get drunk on Le Bruyere. <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: hey, that, uh, that
0: might happen.
1: <laughs> uh, the, going on at uh, your restaurant, uh, you have Christmas upon you, Christmas Eve. You have yep. New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. All Correct. of this, uh, are, all of these are uh, for most people the busiest. Uh, time of the year for the restaurant business. That's
4: so what correct. you got
0: there, Andrea? What's what's happening?
4: have well, some nice, wonderful menu, which is uh, uh, people really enjoy that. It's a really wonderful, wonderful uh, meal. Uh, we have a four-course meal that you can enjoy with a very reasonable, affordable price. And uh, But you have uh, several different choose uh, to choose from the uh, appetizer, uh, then you have a salad, and then you have the entree, and then desserts. Um, I'm going to give you highlights of the um, entree. Uh, the one of my guests' favorite favorite this time is like seven more than fresh fish we call fruity di mare chopino. It's like a bouillabaisse, really one of my guests' favorite. favorite. The other one is a very fresh, beautiful red snapper. And the other one is I really love this time here. Bountiful, beautiful came in. It's flesh from the Palamitana style. Yeah. Right. And, of course, roasted duck duckling, yeah. and uh so and, wonderful. And,
1: and all the different ones. See, I know you do more than one uh, different kind of...
4: It's really outstanding um, The deliver your menu. And you don't have to choose the whole menu. You can choose a couple of items. Um, some people uh, say, well, it's too much for me to uh, eat all the food. Can I have uh, one or two? Yes, you can. Anything, yeah, yeah. guess what? is Andrea? their home. Uh, yeah. Anyway... Uh, uh, We have a Christmas Eve, a wonderful uh, Christmas Eve. We have a Christmas Day. We open from 11 to 8. And then please, ladies and gentlemen, make a reservation for New Year's Eve. Bring the New Year 2020 with Andrea with live music, live band, Bobby Holler and the orchestra, dancing and the wonderful, great food, and we'd we'll love to have you. But please right. make a reservation. Yeah, that's uh, essential, and it's especially very important. this Plenty time. Plenty parking, and yeah. free parking. They have to worry about parking. All that's of
1: this it. is at Andrea's. It's right across the Causeway Boulevard from Lakeside Mall. He is open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. He is open for all the holidays we're talking about. And uh, we'll see you down the rope, uh, buddy. We'd yeah. We, you know. we'll
4: love to have you. We'd we'll love to see you. My home is your home. Happy yeah. holidays. Buon Natale. Feliz nuovo. To all, thank you for all your support. Have a two thousand nineteen uh, great finishing and a great opening two thousand twenty.
1: Bye. It's the food show. The cage.
3: Da-da.
0: I've learned so much today. Now the I cage? Say the cage. And I think yeah. I, I think my next opening will be better. Okay, so tell us about this divine champagne that you brought.
3: Yeah, so this is a real. So this is so this is a real a real champagne. So the wine is from Champagne, France. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, is I'm that br- this one? No, no, it's no. this one right here? Well, you here you go. Try like it. Here. Oh, you, you, oh you I haven't even seen it? it yet. You'll like what you'll like that you, one. No, that's that's
1: weird. Yeah. Okay, is this named for Paul Labriere? <laughs>
3: No, but so look so this so this is a little small this is a little small producer so you asked me to bring Uh something that maybe a little bit to the left field a little bit so i brought this because it's it's kind of interesting because it's delicious yeah it's very it's very good it's very Um, good so the the family uh was originally from i think around beaujolais which is in the eastern Mm -hmm. part of france uh so they have some they have some projects even in burgundy but this this vineyard so a so this was not a winery before, it was a vineyard. Mm. And it's predominantly Pinot Noir and they were selling off all of their fruit and all of their wine. And they were or they were selling off all their fruit to uh to Moet for Dom Perignon. Mm. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing about they that. Said, we
0: can do this ourselves. About
1: 30, yeah. 40 years ago. Yeah, so and I I, I was on a train uh, that was going just right around the the uh 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 the champagne uh, area yeah and it was uh this
3: is something they take very seriously yes yeah so yeah, here it was okay so then they yep.
0: decided to
3: so they said well you know what we're just gonna so they they're making they're making their own wine
0: is and this a new winemaker no
3: no uh i don't know how long I, i'm I mean, honestly i'm not sure how long the winemaker the winemaker has been around uh-huh. uh, i've been carrying these wines for for a, a couple of years uh, I first tried them in in France about about two about two years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, interestingly enough, in Bordeaux.
0: Okay.
3: Uh, but uh, but I, I go I go shopping in Bordeaux for you guys every uh, every spring. Oh, I, it's a tough job. Sac- but somebody's got to. do I do. It. I sacrifice myself. Yeah. Um. So, but I brought this because I thought it would be an interesting uh, difference between the Schramsberg, and there's something unique about the wine. So so a lot of people at times people will ask, well, I want something that's a little bit smaller for some family owned place. On a champagne bottle, it actually tells you whether, whether they buy the grapes or they own the grapes.
1: Really? Oh, now, that's a great development. I didn't know. I hadn't heard
3: about that. Yeah. Because so, so there you,
1: was a time when that absolutely was not in force.
3: Yeah. So, so there's, an, there's on, the, on the backside of the label, if it says N-M, so it means it's a negotiant wine. Mm. And, if, and it's teeny, teeny, tiny. And if it says R-M... It means recultant manipulant so it means that they it's 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 they do it all they do it all themselves Uh, there are some other there are some other designations but those are the two predominant ones that you will see is NM and RM just because it says it just because it's a negotiant wine does not make it a a bad product it just Uh it just means that they're buying right they're buying wine or they're buying they're buying fruit I mean you know ruin art is technically an in it has a is a negotiant wine, but ruin art is outstanding champagne um, how
0: much is that ruin art
3: ruin art ruin art's probably uh, between sixty five and eighty five dollars a bottle and this what is about this one? this is about fifty three fifty four fifty four yeah and it's and i do i bring this i bring this to tastings because the the wine's good so they make three at least three different wines and this is they do also make a Blanc de blanc um so but the 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 fruit where this wine is from is known for uh, Pinot Noir. Uh, the area which is from, uh, so the town is called uh, uh, Versailles. It's in the uh, Val de Marne, which is in, in Champagne, and they they grow outstanding Pinot Noir yeah. in that area. It's good.
0: It is outstanding. Mm. So I, mean, I think.
3: So yeah. the wine, yeah. So def- the wine definitely spends a little time in its uh, uh, in the uh, in the bottle.
0: Okay, so you brought one that's twelve dollars. Good, did. good job, Adam. Yeah, you he like followed that? his directions yeah. exactly. So you have one that's twelve something. You have the other one that's you said twenty something. It's been the thirties, thirties, thirties. We'll call it. Depends on you shop. in the thirties, and then fifty something is the year yeah
3: I, and i know i mean i know you i know your. i know your listeners are from all over the place so it kind of gives you a range yeah of it does where, it absolutely does of, of, That's of, great. Where, of where to go so definitely yeah. the but even if you can't find a product like Lacanti, go look around on the shelf and look for and look for wines that you know you know blanket but look i whenever whenever chef Andrea got on was talking about italian italian food it made me think about italian sparking wine a little bit and then, and i was actually i was going to bring a wine from 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 uh, from Italy, and I, but I thought you know what three three maybe three maybe plenty. Well, but, you can but,
0: certainly come back.
3: But I'll but I'll tell you but I'll tell you a little bit. So there's there, the Italy is really known for. We know Italy for Prosecco. Mm-hmm. So Prosecco is most of the, all the Prosecco comes from. There's there's two there's two little towns up in northeast Italy. Those Valdo, Valdo and uh, Conegliano. It's two. It's kind of like two hilly areas. Mm-hmm and that's where all of the Prosecco the predominant grape variety is called Galera, Glera G L E R mm-hmm. A
0: Glera That's that makes the Prosecco
3: That's right. And so there is and so that's where a lot of that Prosecco that Prosecco is coming from that area up there. There's not as much regulation in Prosecco right now, but I think that will that will adjust and change. So if you ever see a Prosecco that says Valdobbiadene or Conegliano, those are two towns
0: that's
3: the champagne of italy yeah well those well, the, well those are the those would be the most important towns in to make prosecco right. yeah. the champagne of italy is actually called Franciacorda. Okay. so Franciacorda is north of milan so it's a region just like just uh-huh. like champagne uh-huh uh, same oh, idea. Does same. it turn
0: out Prosecco or what? Does no, it turn they out?
3: make they make they call it they call it Franciacorta.
0: Oh, that's the name of it.
3: Yeah, that's the name of it. Franciacorta. Yeah, so so like one of the one of the most predominant producers there is called Cádel Basco, but there's a lot of great there's a lot of great sparkling. You know what? There's great sparkling wine really all over the oh, world.
1: Oh yeah, it sometimes I wonder if we don't endless. have. Uh, Fifty bottles of wine for every one. Yeah,
0: it's endless. That,
1: uh, is your, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm I'm interested about this. Paul, uh, well, Paul Labriere, mm-hmm. who you know, uh, it sound, looked like you knew, uh, was in the uh, wine business for a long time at his own wa- uh, wine shop, knew his stuff. Uh, a uh, a writer too of of uh, these exciting uh, kind of uh, uh, movies wine like that, <laughs> flying, uh, flying, yeah, something like that. But I, I've kind of lost track of him. Do you know anything about him? I don't. He doesn't no. know
0: him at all. Yeah. Anyway. He, he was
1: a really interesting guy. He really knew his, uh, his wines as yeah. good. But uh, interest. In, in fact, he headed one of the major uh, clubs for wine, or, wine lovers oh, for a while. Oh, that's cool. But I've lost track. He, last time he, he, I bumped into him, he was in California, huh. long term. So. Right.
0: 260 zero six three six eight <clears> is <throat> the number. Adam Aquistapace is the voice that you hear that isn't one of ours. And he is here from the North Shore. Thank you very much for making the trek over here in the nasty traffic do, do, on the bridge. Do, 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 because do, do, uh, the Aquistapaces have a kind of uh, incredible operation over there for wine, spirits, and beer. And uh, various other things as well, um, and so we invited him to come in and give us a little tutorial on wine, and not wine, but champagne, because it's champagne season after all. It is. And we're ta- we're tasting a few. That he was charged with, and he has fulfilled his mission expertly. Uh, a couple of mid-priced champagnes and um and sparkling wines to bring to a party and impress your friends and he has done that we'll review all of them when we come back Two six zero six three six eight is the number you're listening to WWL 105.3 mm-hmm. FM HD2. stay tuned
1: you are listening to the food show and we're listening right back at you it's nice to be here with you talking about food about res- restaurants and uh this being uh, on the verge of New Year's Eve and Christmas Eve, for that matter, uh, we have brought on some of our friends to talk about the, the best champagnes that we can get our hands on. Uh, Adam asked the wait, wait, I'm sorry. Um, Equistapace. pace. I no, I can really say that. You can? You know, I, I just did that for a joke. Uh, yeah. You, you won't hurt me, a, will you?
3: It's a tough one.
1: It is. Yeah. Anyway. I'm going to hurt you
0: if I pop another uh, cork. That's right. That was the most exciting thing that happened today. So Imagine um, that. If people wanted to get a Prosecco, right. for example, or some other. Obviously, we can't taste a whole bunch of them. So, if you had to get some other suggestions, like what did you leave at the store that you were toying with? Oh, this or this. oh, Well, I guess I got to leave something. What would that be?
3: Yeah. So, you know, I I I kind of had an idea of what I was gonna of what I was gonna bring. So, I looked at I looked like I said before. I looked at the the area of Franciacorta. It really doesn't get a, in, in Italy. So, it's the same. It's the it's the equivalent of the Champagne region. There's really not a lot of them available in this market, so I had I had Cadel Bosco that I was gonna that I was gonna bring. Uh, what is it, that? Is that it's a, tr- it's a brand? It's is, a, yeah,
0: but is it Italian? It's is Italian, it yeah, Italian, yeah, okay. from Franciacorta. So that's so that's a, a prosecco. It's not. It's, it's not a French.
3: Yeah, it's called Franc. It's called Franciacorta. So prosecco is all from. Is sparkling wine from that northeast from part. That northeast, okay. from the northeast part of Italy
0: and Franciacorta is the Champagne of Italy.
3: It's, it is a place. That's yes, correct. Okay. It is a place that is. Think about it. Is north of Milan. Okay. And so that is that they have their own designated region. And yeah, I mean stuff. they're you okay. know. Italy, you know, Italy and France that you know, they it's it's all about it's all about the place. Like we talked about that word before, provenance. Yes. Provenance is very important. I mean, like yeah. places like Chianti. Chianti is a place. Right. Yeah. 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 And there's rules and there's, there's a place. Yeah, yeah and there's right. rules and regulations that regulate the wine.
0: It's fascinating. Yeah, it's and endless. so
3: And so you know, we look at so we look over here, we look at we've got we've got La from Champagne and we have Schramsburg from California. And neither – and, you know, the thing is, is, you know, and from the wines from California, there's nothing that mandates quality on that label or that bottle. So it's really – it's all about the brand. Like, we know that Schramsberg makes good wine. Yeah. And then – but when you think about from Champagne, there's a certain level, minimum level of quality that you have to have from there. First off, the real estate's so expensive. So, oh, yeah. is, that, so is that true? So, uh, yeah, so right. you, there's not a lot of – there's not a lot of room to really yeah. – to mess around, if that makes sense. Same, same right, thing with, sure. I mean, same thing with Napa. I mean,
0: exactly, yeah. It's
3: such a small place.
0: This is yeah. the perf-
1: mo- perfect moment to uh, reach over and push this button and get Mike.
0: Yes, Mike, come on in.
2: Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Here you go. Big fan of library. I think it was the Blonde of Blonde that Adam brought to a dinner at uh, Pardo's one night. Yep. But my favorite of of the three is the rosé. The rosé is absolutely delicious.
3: Epilogue, I think it's called.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, they have a new uh, fan, that's for sure.
2: Well, all three of them are very good, but I just think the rosé is exceptional. Another good $12 wine that Adam sells is a kava called um,
0: St. Paul.
3: Oh, that is good. That is good. What is it again? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a cava. It's a Spanish sparkling uh-huh, wine. Wow. I know and, what a cava
0: is, Mike.
2: Well, I didn't know what you knew.
3: No, it's true. Yeah, Castel Saint Paul is very good. It's well, the thing is, it's also it's a brut nature, so it is drier than any of these wines that we have up here. But you're you are completely correct. That stuff is awesome for the price. A lot awesome. of bang for the buck for twelve bucks. You know, it is. It's very it's very good. It's very good, and I don't see it a whole lot. But okay, it's good.
0: so Adam, let me ask you a question of your customers who come to see you do you have more mics or more
3: me what Ooh, that is a great that is a great question
0: again they just come out just go ahead
3: you know <laughs> i i would say i would say we kind of we kind of have a we kind of have a lot of we have a lot of I meaning so you know so mr mike is is uh is very adam, passionate adam, yes wait, what sir what are know
2: adam knows me as chianti mike
3: yeah chianti mike. mike i know who you are and uh <laughs> yeah so it, it's you know i i would i i really he if he tells if he tells me that something if i haven't had something and he tells me it's good i need no. to, i need to get it right put it, put it this way yeah and um and so you know but for me i appreciate all all you know all you know he he you know, All Mr. Mike, levels. we we know we I, I, you're you're on the you're on the level of of extremely extremely educated and experienced wine drinker, and and I really to so me is personally I really appreciate that from because I I learn things from customers right, like of course. you and yes. and I which I really like I love I love good tips because you know I don't know. I don't don't know. I don't know everything, and I remember when I first got into the wine business, I was so embarrassed when people would ask me questions. It was I would, I was there was a little bit of fear that I had, uh, you know, when someone would ask me something and I didn't know. So I spent years doing everything that I could to research. I read every wine book I could get a hold of. Oh, and that's a lot. Yeah, and I really, I really did. I I outlined them, and it was always great because I had I had great customers. Who would tell me about about things and would teach me about things and I would go home and I would I would look it up and whether it be wine I mean there was a gentleman when we first got into the beer business and he completely schooled me on beer I felt you know but but in a, but in a way that made me feel like it, like he like it's like he put his arm around me and said look, son <laughs> this is this is a world that you're gonna because because <laughs> i'm you know i'm the i'm the, purfay- the purveyor right. but i don't know i don't i don't know as much nobody as, knows as my, everything. Cu- as my as, i don't know as much about certain categories as right. our as our customers do and that's, uh-huh. and that's and that's and that's the truth all I can do is you know if i don't know I'll learn about it that's
0: do your customers that know more about you respond to you knowing less than them in a way that is dismissive? Not really.
3: huh? Uh, you know, sometimes. Oh, some,
0: oh they do. Yeah, oh I,
3: gosh, I, really? I, yeah, a little bit. So, Ooh, but you know, uh, but
2: nice. I don't. I don't think there are too many people that shop at Adams <laughs> Store that know more than he does. Well, I really don't think.
3: Well, you know, it, there's. I pre- <laughs> I, pre- I, I, appre- I appreciate that. And, uh, but you know, I, I mean, I know. I know about. Other, I know about other things that they may not know about. How about that? Yeah, you and, go. Uh, but, but I, I do. Remember, but I do appreciate I remember, it.
2: I remember Max Zander told me a long time ago: "It's not the salesman selling six packs of Grand Cru Burgundy that's making the money; it's the guy selling 100 cases of Yellowtail,
3: You know, isn't that the so truth? huh?
2: The, the, only, the only reason you can sell the expensive stuff is because the uh, inexpensive stuff pays the bills. You know?
0: That's that, right. That
3: is the that is the truth in the wine business, and the truth in and, any business. Yeah, and I and I, you know, you know, there's there's not a Sell
0: to the classes, eat with the masses, sell with the masses, eat with the classes.
3: I will, I, you know, the, really, the, the truth is, is our volume allows us to do cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we're able to bring things in and not, you know, you know, it I mean, and it's, you know, running a business is difficult and running, you know, running a wine shop, you know, there's, or, or a restaurant, you know, there's a lot of you know, people are, oh, I'm gonna go get in the restaurant business. Oh. Look, I love that. Uh, you know, or I'm, oh, I'm going to open. I'm going to open a bar. I'm going to open up a wine shop. It is real. I mean, if no, you need to. You, you're going to be unloading to the your boxes. Homework. You're going to be cleaning stuff up. You're be cleaning the I'm bathrooms. Absolutely, the floor, sure. Yeah, right. and everybody has their you know their different level of standard, yeah. but but um but I you know but I but I appreciate I appreciate it when we get customers who who teach me. Yeah. I really, I, I really, uh-huh. I really do, and, and and Mr. Mike is a great customer, and I appreciate one, it. One,
2: one, one final thing before I go. Adam has the best price on 2008 Dom Pérignon <laughs> by, by about thirty dollars a bottle.
3: I think you're, I think you're right.
0: He, he's got the best price of just about anything, doesn't he? I mean, that's yeah, kind it, of the thing, yeah.
3: And it's good, 2000, and I,
2: 2000 The 2008 Dom Pérignon is a spectacularly good one. And I opened up yeah, a bottle
3: per your recommendation. I got myself a bottle and opened I it I ratted you out,
0: right. Mike. I told. Them you went to sam's the other day no
3: it's fine
2: well i got a bottle of shandong it was really good <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all have a good evening
0: Thank you bye much, Mike. bye 260-6368 we're going to keep adam to the top of the hour if he doesn't mind because we've got more to talk about and uh you are welcome to call him if you'd like 260-6368 uh can we switch off to something else at your Anything. store in sure. mandeville
1: Oh, yeah, let's do it.
0: Tell me about, your dad was telling me about the humidor. Yeah. Okay, so they have this humidor in Mandeville. In for, the corner for cigars? Of, yeah, in yes. the corner oh. of the store. And your dad told me a mind-blowing statistic about women.
3: Well, he, <sighs> this is he, only trouble. Maybe he hasn't shared it with me, and maybe we should. Maybe we shouldn't share it. <laughs> he
0: said that women account for about thirty-five percent of his business. Is that true?
3: For the for cigars? Yes, it's very possible. Yes, yeah, it's very possible. That yeah, I wasn't sure where you were going with this. Oh yeah, you never and, and, know. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah,
0: but I mean, I was shocked by yeah. that.
3: So we do sell women do buy a lot of oh, those
0: Mandeville moms. We, don't women do buy like a lot. They, yeah, yeah
3: it. you know what? Well, you know It's Not really it's say. really interesting. You know, the whole humidor in that location was a little bit of an afterthought. We had this weird corner that we weren't sure what to do with. It's the truth. We, there was this weird corner we weren't sure what to do with. And I had, and I had this idea that we were going to carry cigars in that store because we, we, we never really carried – this is the truth. So we, we never really carried cigars in our Covington location. I have a small tabletop humidor that I carry a few things. But, but to be honest, there's, there's, a, there's a cigar shop in Covington that they're great customers and they do a great job. And I've never wanted oh, and I never about. and I never wanted to to right, compete, compete with them. them. Yeah. Uh-huh. And right. so I mean what difference is it gonna make for me to right. sell to right. sell some, to sell a, a few cigars. Yeah, but yeah, that's their right. their that's their business. So yeah. I made that a rational choice about that in that location. Uh-huh. But in our Mandeville story, you know, I just really you know, I didn't care, so I did what I want <laughs> to do. So so we took that corner and we said, Look, let maybe we can put a humidor or, we, or a walk in wine room. And we said, well, I'm not sure, really sure if, how that'll work out. So we so we we built this humidor, and we really fought about how big it was going to be. And in hindsight, we would have tripled the size. So That's just crazy. It's I mean, it's not a real I big mean, space. Wow. It's not, and I didn't even know that people smoke cigars. I know. I really I really didn't because I mean I don't I don't smoke cigars. Because they
0: stink for one thing. <laughs> yeah. So, but I
3: didn't. I, you know, but there's you know we sell a lot of cigars, and but it's it's to individuals who just want to come buy a stick, and it's it's different than selling cigarettes. I'll tell you that. So premium cigars is a completely different thing.
0: Well, it's one of those very high-end things.
3: It is, but we sell know? we sell cigars that are very, you know, you know, 2 bucks a stick to Oh, you do? to, you know, $25 a stick. And really? so all over the place. But but it's, you know, it, being in the state of Louisiana is a little bit challenging because the state makes more money off of tobacco than I do. Uh because of our excise taxes are wow. much higher than our neighbors. Uh-huh. But I so I just but I make it I make it work. But let me tell you. Conditions matter for for tobacco. I mean, we keep our building properly, uh, the temperature yeah. proper for wine, uh-huh. uh, but but humidor is a whole different world. So we basically we built this where you're closer to outside than you are inside, and so we have a reverse osmosis. I know system. it's really cool the way yeah. you have it set up in there. But
0: but oh wait, we have to take another break. Yeah, that means we have to take another break. We'll be right back. Two six zero six three six eight. Talking to Adam Aquistapace Pace for just another twenty minutes. Do you like hamburgers?
1: No, you have a question about any of this? Give us a call. Our number is two six zero six three six eight. Call all of those in succession, and we'll be successful. And there's this one other matter, and it is fried uh, seafood, seafood, yeah. which is what I'm interested in at the moment. You know, uh, for a long time, I, I was a big fan of, of fried seafood. And I found that there were some places that were much better than others, and the prices were about the same, and I couldn't quite figure it out for a while, for a good while. But uh, I have a, I do have a pretty good idea of uh, what's going on there. And it is that if you get something like catfish, and you put it in a fryer, and the the oil in the fryer slowly starts getting on the brown side, maybe darker and darker. On the other hand, the the other seafood you have going on, uh, lighter seafood and uh, frequent changes of the oil, these are the things that really make the difference. It makes everything taste fresher and look better. And this is why people do go crazy over fried catfish. They still are doing it. All of this, ten locations. The New Orleans hamburger. Oh, yeah, the New Orleans hamburger and seafood. Seafood, and they are also waiting. Also
0: has good hamburgers.
1: Hamburgers too. Grilled. Grilled to order.
0: Crusty on the outside, juicy on the inside. Yeah, you all get seafood, those Seafood, spicelicious. delicious. They have salads. Mm-hmm. They have poor boys platters. They have local dishes like red beans and rice and creamy. Seafood, pastas, and char-grilled oysters now. Yeah, so yeah, New Orleans quite Hamburger a deal. and Seafood. And
1: uh, uh, th- I, I don't remember if it, either of us mentioned this, but the, uh, in, uh, they are doing uh, grilled oysters. Yep, grilled oysters. Uh, and that got to be something that you could only find in a few places. But now go to any of the locations of New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company, and there it is. It's uh, just the way you like it.
0: New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood. Go see him at any of their ten locations around town. Okay, we have just a few minutes left to talk to Adam Aquistapace if you would like to chat with him. He has a wealth of knowledge. 260 is the number. Okay, let's talk about personal stuff. Okay. So you are having your own party, and you have this vast array of things from which to choose. <laughs> What's gonna be on your table?
3: Oh man. Uh, so what are we? What, what are we eating, or what are we drinking?
0: Nope. What's what are you drinking?
3: So, you know, that is probably the most difficult question I know. that, that you I hate that, that I, I say that, my favorite that, that's that I going. that I face uh, blah, blah, blah. every Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, is that right? Is that right? Yeah. To yeah. be honest with you, your wife doesn't so, tell you what to do. No. no I, <laughs> You know, my so I I mean my my um uh you know, we have we have three we have three little kids and um and right. so and uh so by the time I get home it's usually a little chaos over there. Yeah. So we um, my but my wife she is a she is a great she is a great cook. And uh and so I'm very lucky that she 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 cooks all kinds of things and we and, and I love it when she tries to experiment and she's you know m- most everything she does is really is, is really mm-hmm. is really good. Um, Sounds good. Yeah, it it does, it does <laughs> sound good. Um, so you know, I I am not sure what I'm gonna pick, but I would, you know, I'd say last year I brought, I she had, um, I mean we, we, I I had some white Bordeaux, so I love I love Bordeaux. I love good bordeaux like old bordeaux.
1: Or as we call it here in Louisiana, Boudreaux. Boudreaux, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't like
3: it to be expensive. I just like it to be good.
1: Oh no, absolutely not.
3: So I like uh so so white white bordeaux often often pairs something that's real just clean and crisp. But I I I gravitate towards wines that may be a little bit different, uh um, a little more simple. So you know there's a there was a wine and I I know I'm really diverting off here, but but so when we for for many years people will say, "Well, what they would have a uh, like a wedding reception. They're like, "Well, what wine? What wine did you do? Which wine did you have yeah, at right. your wedding?" Mm-hmm. Thinking that I'm going to say, "Oh, well, something something extravagant," and I didn't. I picked this little wine, this little winery, and from Italy. It's right outside of Pisa. It's called Il Ghizzano. and at the time it was probably a, I don't know a twelve or thirteen dollar bottle of wine. Now I think it's all the way up to like seventeen dollars mm-hmm. or sixteen dollars. But it's just a real simple Sangiovese with a little bit of Merlot. But to me, I like when I'm, if I'm going to pair food with wine, I want something that's really going to complement, not going to overpower the food in any way. I know a lot of people like to have wine. mean, If you want wine with food, you don't want something that's going to crush it. You don't want right. something that's going to be bigger. You know, California, California Chardonnay is very, very good. Big, buttery, mm-hmm. oaky Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. Yep. But – it doesn't go with everything.
1: No, it doesn't. You're you're very much right uh right about that. California it, makes it, good wine. If do. if I could uh um tell you about something that happened to us on the radio show years ago, uh there was a, a guy who uh was was talking about this uh almost endlessly. And uh if I could remember all the parts of it I'd tell you the story. But it's there's uh it was really peculiar. So the coming up later, you know, what can I do? <laughs> it's just a
0: little. It's just a little tease. So okay, we're coming up on New Year's Eve, yep. which has great pressure for everyone. Yep. And if you have little kids, I guarantee you're not going anywhere. So you and your wife are going to sit somewhere, and the kids are in bed, and you are going to pop open what as you ring in not only a year but a new decade. What's going to be there? Oh,
3: I'll probably. I'll. I'll it'll definitely be champagne.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, like what?
3: It'll definitely be champagne. Um, I don't know what You're I'll... Going for I don't the know big what, stuff. Yeah, I don't know what I'll pick. It'll, I mean, it'll probably be something. Probably be something fancier, I guess. Mm. Um, but I, 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 I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, so Chianti. Mike tells me, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a 2008 vintage uh, Dom Perignon, maybe. But, uh, but you know, I, I, I love, I love, I love to drink champagne. I bring we, I bring wine home to at, at night. But sometimes it's I have a Coravin. So if you guys don't have a Coravin. I highly mm-hmm. recommend a corvin because a corvin allows you to drink very nice wines without having to open the bottle and so if you 're like mm-hmm. us and you just want to have a glass or two uh, or two yeah. glasses uh-huh. of wine yeah uh-huh. uh, and i 'm not you know we sell we sell them but i'm not i 'm not advertising for them but right. but it, but it is a very 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 practical thing to do if you want to open up good wine and
0: it reseals it basically it just mm. you,
3: it puts a needle uh, it puts a needle in the bottle that, oh, that's yeah a but Corvin. It, Coravin yeah it's yeah. very Coravin. it's very cool okay and so you can use it for some older wine okay so I don't know you know I'll probably go through I'll probably go through the shelves and I'll probably decide
0: yeah just that day which is what I get ex- yeah. just whatever
3: whatever I get excited about uh but you know for new so for new years we actually go to a friend's house um one of my good friends and we they we have um uh oysters uh huh. Uh-huh. We get well, sacks of go. oysters, and I can I can shuck oysters until I, until I can't stand. Oh,
1: up. I every time we that's do kind of a therapeutic.
3: Oh, a, a picnic. I'm gonna let it. you
1: know, and uh, and <laughs> oh, it. I,
3: I'm telling you, I love it. I uh, love I love shucking oysters. That's I love it. Really okay. hard work. It's mindless. <laughs> it's, mindless. Yeah. it's Mindless. Have you
0: ever seen that contraption thing? Where yeah. Pop yeah, it? but I don't.
3: I don't need it. Yeah, I just. I love, and I'll play around them, and so people say, "Oh, it's a manly thing." Yeah. Like, oh, you don't have to keep shucking all those oysters. I was like, no, no, no. I'm going to shuck the oysters. Okay. Just keep
1: bringing me some water. Okay. <laughs> wow, This right. is the luckiest uh, okay. employee or friend. <laughs> yeah, there you and, go.
0: Let's go to Michael. Wait,
1: wait, wait. wait. We, we'll go to him in just a second because I just remembered what okay. it was I was trying to tell you. But get, just give me a moment on okay. this. Uh, we We had someone on the show, and we were talking about this, and I made the statement that I thought that champagne is one of the few things that tastes good with everything. Yes. And I've been making that point for a long time, and mo- almost all the time I am told, yeah, you're right. You know, there really is. And then a guy showed up who said that uh, he disagreed with that. And uh, I said, well, what, what, what's your problem with champagne? And he said, I have no pro- problem with champagne. The thing I have a problem with is the chocolate that goes with the champagne, I don't think, the chocolate and champagne go together. He had the only combination that we've ever heard of.
3: Interesting.
4: Not, Strawberries are not, the other yeah. thing that's supposed yeah. to go with champagne.
0: All right, let's go <laughs> to Michael seventy-five, who has been everywhere, so right. I'm sure he's going to be a challenge for you. Hi, right. Michael.
3: Hey,
5: everybody. How are y'all doing? Great, great, great. Hey, Adam, uh, yes, my sir. wife and I were in the Champagne region. Of uh, France uh, in a little place they call Rance, uh, we call it Rheims. Some Americans do,
3: that's right. but Rance
5: is the pronunciation. And uh, we went to the uh, winery that uh, serves Veuve-, Veuve Clicquot. Yes, sir. And uh, and uh, so my wife said she wanted the sweetest one, and they gave gave us a demi sec. Was that correct?
3: It could be. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's okay, a, yeah. I, a, I, I, think, I mean, they could. I, I, that's the sweetest one that we carry from them. Yes, sir.
5: Right. Okay. Good. Um, also, do you remember the, this great movie called Sideways?
3: Yes, sir. I do.
5: Yeah, it was it was great about uh, a wine tour and everything. And at the end, uh, the the depressed guy takes uh, 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 he goes into a McDonald's uh, and he and he has a little McDonald's paper cup and he puts this great wine. Uh, I think it was '84, but I'm not sure. Cheval Blanc. Yes, sir. Uh, are, are you? Was that the right wine?
3: That's a good one. I don't know if it's. I don't. I, I don't. I'm not sure of the vintage, but I believe that's the wine. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah,
5: but but it, that that was the end. He, he pours this thousand uh, dollar wine into yeah. that to the paper cup at McDonald's. It was a, it was a real uh, ironic thing, but it was funny too. So, um, it, uh, we lived on a street called Chateau Ponte Canet. Yes, uh, and we we um, so in 2005, the Chateau Ponte Canet. Uh, it was their greatest year in the last 100 years it was spectacular so i ordered uh, uh three bottles of it from france through uh, mr martin at martin Wine cellar and i had to wait like 2 years to get it in <laughs> that's a bordeaux right uh, and, Oh, and it could be like
3: yeah yeah so oh, yeah so you must have bought futures yeah
5: right yeah exactly so um anyway when i got it in i thought uh it, it said you had to, it, i got it in, in like 2009 it said it doesn't fully mature until 2019, so I had to wait 10 years to drink
0: it. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, did and you drink it? It, it
5: was it was, fab, it was fabulous, especially with what Marianne likes the best: Cid Foie Gras.
3: I, I like it. So, yeah, Ponte, Ponte Canet makes makes uh, makes outstanding wine. And what, what's yeah, what's fun? That, go ahead. I'm sorry.
5: Sorry, the 2005 was was the best. But what were you what were you saying?
3: I was gonna. I was gonna say. So, so two things that you said. One, the irony of the Chateau Cheval Blanc that's in the movie Sideways is that right. is that is that the, is that the the main character of the movie spent the entire movie bashing Merlot and and talking about right. the virtues yeah. of Pinot Noir. That yeah. Yeah, was funny. And and that and so that wine is mostly Merlot. Um, <laughs> so so the so which is uh, so Cheval Blanc is one of the most. Prestigious Merlot and Cabernet Franc wines in the world. Um, yeah, it say it,
1: it, it was going on in that area uh, like crazy. There were uh, vineyards being pulled out of uh, of uh, the ground out of the ground. Yeah, yeah, to to replant with something else that oh, was more in vogue.
3: Silly movie. It, it, you know that movie Sideways had a real <laughs> impact. But the yeah. wine, but the winery, yeah. other winery you're talking about Ponte, Chateau Ponte Canet uh, has actually moved. I think I think in the two thousand and. 10 vintage or so, moved completely to uh, biodynamic methods. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, and so, mm. and, and they've had some, so, oh, yeah, so some wineries have had some issues with that, but they really do make, they really do make great, make great wine. And I've had some old vintages of their stuff, but they they make good stuff.
5: Yeah, it was, this year, 2019, when I finally got to taste it, it was great. But uh, my favorite wine movie is, uh, I'm trying to think of the name, but anyway, what it, was was uh, 1976, uh, the 200th uh, anniversary of America. Uh, a, a, a wine guy in Paris comes. He said, "I'm gonna go to the Napa Valley and and get some wines just to celebrate America, and and actually have them in a, a blind t- testing here in uh, Paris. And uh, I'm sure it has no. They have no chance. It was a white and a, and a red, and uh, from Napa." And they have no chance against the great French wines. So, you know the movie I'm talking about, right? Oh,
1: that yeah. was that was a classic.
0: I think uh. that predates Adam's life.
3: <laughs> it, it, it does, but that was the well, that, anyway, was, that was the, the great movie. challenge, <laughs> Paris. The, the, the movie
5: was—I'm um, trying to think of the name—but of course, the Americans won, and it was a real movie. It was a, a real life story.
3: That's right. The, the greatest
5: yeah. upset in history. Oh, oh, I got the name now: Bottle Shock.
0: Ah yes, <laughs> yeah. I think it's actually uh, wine stores named that. All right, Michael, what else but you got?
5: It, but um, anyway, oh yeah, last thing. There's a great uh, soul food restaurant I discovered uh, out in Kenner near the airport on Airline Highway in Williams. It's called Hurst. H-U-R-S-T. You need to try that.
0: Okay, I'm going to try fiery crab. I want to hear your report. All right, thanks, Michael. I'll oh, be yeah, in touch. And, and,
5: and, I'm, I'm passing Fiery Crab right now. Uh, I haven't tried it yet. Swing
0: in and tell me about it, okay? Okay, but I'll see you on uh, 27th, right? Yes, we're on. All right, thanks. Bye. Okay, great, thanks. Okay, Adam, I have one big question for you before you leave. Okay, anything. So, what don't you get? What do you hear a lot about and you taste and you go, What?
3: Hmm, that's a good question. Um, that is probably the hardest thing anyone's ever, <laughs> <laughs> ever, ever asked me before.
0: You must have had that experience wow. you where know, you taste y- something you go, oh, what?
3: You know, I, it, well, usually, usually that's the case whenever I taste a wine and then I see with the prices ah, and, well, I go, and I go and I go I just this is not right folks. yeah and I yeah. say, you know I just don't I just don't I just don't see it um, uh-huh. but because you know I like things that are just well-made and um, and I'm, I'm you know I've, I try a lot of I try a lot of things I love I love aged like first I love aged burgundy I love it. We well, love Bordeaux. Mm. You said, "Yeah, no, you love, love Bordeaux." Bordeaux, but I love aged. I love aged Bordeaux. I just can't appreciate a lot of them when they're young.
1: It, it, I can't appreciate the uh, the price, price, on price on it. it. It's that's, that's it the, it, has, it
3: has gotten very well because I mean the area is tiny. It is yeah. teeny tiny. And, and when really. you see
1: some of the individual vineyards there, it's a, it's like a, a, a postage stamp in some it, of it. And
3: it, it really is small. But you know what? You know, about, you know, a lot of people when they think about California wine, obviously Napa and Sonoma come to mind. But I my, my my numbers may be off a little bit, but Paso I want to say but I want to say but that's right. But but when we people say oh Napa, California, they think right. Because Nap- Napa they think two, Nap- right. but Napa only represents like two percent.
0: Yeah, there's Santa Barbara there's Paso of the Robles. wine.
3: And then Sonoma, which is big, yeah, represents like four percent. Yeah. of the wine. So you're talking about the two most famous regions yeah. in California, representing only six percent. Yeah. Of the wine produced, hmm. yeah. and so all, that's why all of these other regions are gaining are gaining notoriety they because they
0: get some PR people yeah, in there.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean, and there's some great there's some great wines in Paso. Yeah, there's great wines well, in Santa to be Barbara. A hot place, Paso Yeah, and, and so you know, yeah. but you know, California, Napa and Sonoma in particular. I mean, that those are one of the one's one of the best places on the planet. To grow Well, grapes.
0: look. I mean, it's, it's like one of the best places on the planet for weather. Yeah. Well, was yeah. people say,
3: oh, so which, <laughs> which the better vintage? Is it this one or this one? I'm like, well, you know, it's, it's both of them. They're both. We don't. Yeah, we don't. They great. don't have. Bad. It's like
0: choosing your children. They don't have
3: bad vintages. Right. It's, not like, yeah. it's not like we're in Bordeaux and Burgundy where you can get frost. Uh-huh. And so when he was talking about Ponte Canet, I mean, do you have some of these wineries when they have like mildew or something because they can't add anything? Oh. I mean, they lose. They lose all kinds. Billions, yeah. I mean, you know, the weather's nasty over there
0: sometimes. Okay. So one last question. Yeah. Who do you think balances the new tech with the old stuff best? That must be a tough thing for wineries. Yeah,
1: uh, I I have an answer for that. I don't think it's as much as as what has happened in the United States, but in other parts of the world, yeah, where these uh, th- uh, there are areas yeah. where they could benefit hugely from uh, planting grapes and and fermenting them and the, and the whole range of it, uh, but they they never did get around to it because you know it's you. They didn't have the know where, uh, how yeah. to, to make it happen, yeah. and uh, as a result, now with, they've caught up with us a lot. There is wine coming from every yeah. place in the world, and not bad either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So go get it. So it's, who, it seems if, like a, the way to go. I
3: mean, <laughs> if, so I mean, this is the thing. In general, countries that countries that that don't have historical that aren't historically wine producers, uh-huh. they don't have a long history. Are much more adapt to uh, uh, taking um, uh, new technology. Country like a country like Australia, so Australia is one of the ones that lead the world
0: in that bio stuff. And
3: no, and wine, winemaking practices. Oh. Oh, oh, you mean as far as bio?
0: Talk about new tech versus. Oh, like, I mean, so oh, like, got like a minute. Yeah, so.
3: so like bio, like so, so bio things like organics. This is the yeah. thing. So we get asked all the time about organics. This is the thing. Winery, the, the rules, when you go to Europe and they tell you everything is organic, the rules are different. Oh, yeah, they really are. The rules are. are different over there. <laughs> yeah, it, they really they're, are. They're different over there than they are over <laughs> the here. The
0: rules of everything. Five yeah, star hotels, for example.
3: Yeah, so the rule, so, so what's considered organic in Europe would yeah. never make, or oh, yeah. not all of them, but a lot of cases are, are would never be, could never be qualified as organic in the United yeah. States. All um, right. If that answers that question or not. Thank you for coming. No, thank you all very mm-hmm. much. Appreciate it. Thank, thank, you. thank you very
1: much. I'm sure we'll have you again and again and again as years go by. And um, this is Tom Fitzmaurice. You can go to our website, nomenu.com, and learn a lot of the things that you might be looking for. And I want to remind you that uh, the, let's see here, the fish of the day in Halifax <laughs> I was, is I was haliburst. Say, please.
0: God, do not let him
1: say. And one it more now. thing, the area, the area from which uh, the champagnes grow in in uh, France, the way they pronounce it around there and go look this up, because it's really amazing. R.E.I.M.S. is pronounced.
4: Horror. Yeah. Horror. That's- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?